when I look at the political landscape and the economic landscape of the world, I really have a difficult time accepting that this is what life should be. We had so many concerns about education, technology, agriculture, Barbuda, health, the environment. You, you will be so surprised as to what they are engaged in. If we can do that, we can walk on that path, we will find a lot of solutions, we'll find a lot of adventures, we'll find a lot of answers. We need to foster that entrepreneurial spirit. No judgment, no negativity, all good vibes and conversations. All of this and more right here on Grassroots Radio. Hi, my name is Yensa Worth, and I'm a photographer focused on wedding photography as well as portraits and creativity. Awesome. And a lot of you may know Yensa from Instagram. I think you have quite a following there. And tell us about your background kind of growing up. In All right, Instagram. well... Um, I was born and raised in Antigua. My father is American, so I'm dual citizenship. My mother is from Antigua. All of her family is from Antigua. So I literally have half of my family from America and half of my family from the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a little interesting growing up because I was really integrated in my mother's family. Um, and I didn't really know that much about my father's family. And then when I started to get a little bit older, I started to ask questions and get to know them a little bit better. And then that kind of raised questions in me about everything in the universe. Because I was like, wait, hold on a minute. I don't even know where half of me is from, where half of me even like came from, where it rises, from, the roots come from. So I need to get with that because I feel like I don't even know that much because the roots really do make me because that's the kind of person I am. Indeed. So what did you find out about your father's roots since then? And like what age were you when you kind of started asking questions about the other side of your family? I was probably about seven. Yeah, I started early. I was like, how come your mother is um, this color? And how come your father is that color? And how come we're so mixed and we don't understand where we're from? I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> how are we so to mix? like family and we mm -hmm. like are not integrated connectedly like I don't understand that and then like growing up and going away to America for seven years and living there I realized oh okay like life is a lot more than I had ever expected mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a lot more layers to it than mm -hmm. I had ever known and um, you know sometimes people aren't comfortable with a part of life that they are about and sometimes a part of their life isn't reachable to you because it just isn't that aspect of life that connects with you at that moment of time and so as I grow older I continuously start to can like always ask questions not to start but always ask questions even since from when I was young I'm always the person to be like why but why I don't understand why <laughs> like, give me a little detailed mm -hmm. explanation and give me a download of why <laughs> and then I can get a better understanding so how did this I guess obsession with asking why and asking questions lead you into photography because um, my father didn't really know about his whole background. And my mother didn't know so much, but she knew a lot more than my father did. And my 
they he started asking questions as well and so he was like hey so actually like where are my roots from where are we derived from and so I learned that we're uh, from my father's side we're very heavily eastern European from Slovak Czech Republic and Germany and a little tad of Russian and um we went on a river cruise when I was 13 years old and my dad lent me his camera for the first time. And I was like, Oh, he's like, I can see you're excited and I want you to embrace that. So take my camera and take whatever you want to take. And that is where my passion of photography grew through my father and traveling from his roots. Wow. Where were you, where did you go on this river cruise? We went to five different countries. It was all down the Danube um, River. And so it went to uh, like Prague, Germany, Mm -hmm. Czech Republic, Slovakia, and another country that is now um, escaping my mind. But we went to all those little places on a river cruise. Yeah, it was amazing. About 150, maybe 100 people on the cruise, but we thought it was going to be a family-oriented cruise, and we found out that it wasn't. It It was the party cruise. No, it was the all-people cruise. Oh, damn. And so I was the youngest on the whole boat. And how old were you? I was 13. Oh, my gosh. So this dad and his 13-year-old on the senior cruise. And my sister was 16, and there was one other person who was closer to her age. Mm-hmm. And then there was a person about three years younger than me. So I didn't really have, like, an age group that I felt like I could really connect with. Right. So I just explored So you had the myself. camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was it's like, funny how those moments when, like, you know, you don't have someone around to kind of occupy your time is when you turn to you know, your craft or something. Yes, yeah, your craft, your your imagination yeah. to create a craft of some sort. So That's that how can... I started writing as well. It was like, ah, uh, uh, I'm bored, nobody's around, you can't go, in. you're too young to go out, you know, you're too, <laughs> a little bit too old to like, I don't know, play with toys really. Yes, right? <laughs> all these different things that are putting all these limitations on us. And it's mm-hmm. like, who are you to tell me what I can do? <laughs> okay and then you I guess that was kind of where the the love of photography was sparked and then you went on to actually study it is that correct yeah so I um I studied under Vanessa Hall um a really known well a well-known photographer a wedding a well-known wedding photographer (laughs) in Antigua um and now she's kind of um branching out into more documentary Um, photography and um, I've kind of honed in on that um, aspect of the the true kind of rawness of personality through weddings through her Mm -hmm. that's who I gained that from Um, the natural light the natural emotions everything Um, if I didn't uh, study study under Vanessa Hall I don't think I would have been able to get to that point so fast you know Mm -hmm. and um, because of that I got into my um, photography photography school Brooks Institute um, which was one of the the second top photography schools in the world at 
the time. And um, I finished it in about four or five years because it was a bit of a struggle, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a bit in a culture shock with America and California mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what were some of the, um, the big differences for you? Um, just not having a community or a network to go back to was the biggest mm-hmm. downfall. And then the other downfall was um, kind of, you know, the whole issue that I'm not white and I'm not black. And um, I'm, I'm a very mixed mix. Yeah. yeah, and everybody thought I was Mexican. <laughs> In California. I do not Santa mean Barbara. to laugh, but that's hilarious. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I would have laughed too. <laughs> I didn't know that that was, um, you know, yeah. such a problematic thing in California sure. until I was there. Right. <laughs> and then I saw that difference and I was like, oh, these old white <laughs> women are looking at me in judgmental, like, frequencies what is you came this across the border like you snuck across and they don't know why you're here <laughs> exactly so I went through that for a couple of years and wow. then I just was like you know what fuck it I'm gonna just do me I'm gonna hone in on my energy and just create what I want to create without the boundaries of people who expect me to be a kind of certain person <laughs> so on that note I, I um, invented a series in 2015 called Love Yourself and it's a personal series that promotes self-love and celebrates nature it's a series that I created for myself and others so um, you know we get so caught up in the web of life and we forget about the most important things ourselves and nature and so this series is to kind of get you more in touch with that and get you kind of out of your comfort zone, get a little, you know, naked and see what you feel like that. And I'll, I'll capture your most beautiful side with you being naked in nature. Um, so what do you think it is about men that are reluctant to do this? What do you think it appeals more to women than to men currently? Um, to be honest, I'm still trying to get to that point, to understanding that. But to the most part, I understand that, you know, sexualization with women is more comfortable in society than it is for men. And, um, you know, it's not about the sexualization for me. It's about the comfortness in your own skin. And that's what I'm trying to differentiate um, with this because... uh, you don't have to sexualize your body in order to feel comfortable in your body or to have other people feel comfortable with your body. Mm-hmm. And um, you can do this in a natural and most classic way. Uh, and so I'm just trying to, you know, get more into that and kind of find pieces to put that puzzle together so that I can create awareness for other people in the same time. Back up a little bit, you mentioned that when you were in California and you started this series, it brought you into contact with a lot of, you know, really interesting, fascinating, open people. And who has this series brought you into connection with in Antigua? So the series has caught me into... um, 
align with Antigo with um, Faith Alangola. She was the first person that I photographed for my Love Yourself series in Antigua. And um, I went to her house. Um, she is an Italian Antiguan and um, born and raised in Antigua, but her family is Italian. And um, our family have known each other for a very long time. And we kind of crossed paths. We're different ages, but we crossed paths and we're like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it kind of came together. And um, I went to her house and we just got creative. It was amazing. We probably took <laughs> like two or three hours out of our day to get creative. And we're just like, yes, let's do this. And um, I'm really happy because she felt really happy with herself afterwards. And then um, the lady after that was Tessa Antifi, who is actually a model right now, a top model in the world. <laughs> and I was best friends with her sister, one of her sisters, because she has three, growing up, um, Tatiana. And um, I was like, hey, you're an Antigua, you're a model, want to collaborate? And so we <laughs> collaborated and awesome. we made magic. It was awesome. It was amazing. I was like, wow, you make this look so effortless. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> how are you so comfortable with yourself? You know? And so every time I'm on this photo shoot, I, I always ask questions and I always make sure people are comfortable, but also like if you, if I can, comfortably push you to a limit that you're comfortable with i'll do that if you give me the leeway to do that you know what i'm saying do you find that it's sometimes hard for people to like let go oh i completely understand that mm -hmm. i'm with a complete understanding with that because i came with that too i'm more comfortable behind the camera than i am in front of my camera so i completely understand and i have um you know, sympathy and understanding for these people. And um, I try to get in their mindset so that they're not feeling so pressured and they don't feel so much anxiety to be in front of a camera, but also feel beautiful because it's not supposed to be a pressured thing. It's supposed to be an effortless thing because you are beautiful and all I'm doing is capturing you as you are. <laughs> You're seeing what they can't yet see in Helping exactly. them to see it. Yeah, too. exactly. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, so I kind of want to talk about like collaboration because part of this project at the New Grassroots is encouraging connection between young people in Antigua who are kind of striving in their own different ways, but like have in common that kind of striving and trying to do their own creative, independent thing and create sort of the world that they want to live in where yes. they happen to be already. Yes. And it's so, so hard. It's, so it's hard, hard in Antigua. It's fucking hard in Antigua because you're like, oh, okay, my mother wants to be a doctor, a lawyer, a so-and-so and so-and-so, or either marry a doctor or lawyer and then I have to be so-and-so and so. And it's like, okay, but like, why can't I just have it all? I don't understand. <laughs> if I can yeah. make room for it all, why can't I have it all? <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, that's your thing. If your thing is, you know, I'm really academic, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, like, great, we need those people, but everyone isn't that. And yes. there's a lot of pressure for everyone to be the same. 
Especially in the Caribbean, I feel. Like, I thought it was going to be more so in America, but it's more so in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, I was like, oh, shit. Like, wow, we're more blindsided than I ever thought. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. But um, we're slowly getting there, you know, because um, I love collaborating with artists and people with the passion to create. And a recent art gathering that I went to was Old Souls, which is created and curated by Tiffany Samuel and Christy Joy Burton. And it was beyond amazing. I weighed three pieces um, and it was uh, mixed media with photography and painting. And, um, you know, I only moved back to Antigua about two and a half years ago. So being a part of this was actually so, so wicked because I was like, oh, yay, like, wow, it's like a little hub of artists coming together. Yeah, where did this happen in like... Um, it happened to uh, it happened in a, a private villa, um, and in um, Turtle Bay, and uh, it was complex. a yeah, it was a private complex, and it was twenty EC for the admission, and then um, it was about uh, whew, how many artists? It was, it's hard to count, but it was different artists. So it was painters. Um, photographers, mixed medias, spoken word, um, singers, as well as rappers and dancers all coming together in one place. And I was like, whoa, I've never seen that come together. And there was no judgment, no negativity, all good vibes and conversations about the art and performances. It was a mixture of all so many things. And like when I was growing up, that, that was never, ever able to be found like if I was trying to look for that when I was growing up that was no <laughs> in your dreams that ain't happening <laughs> like, go to America bitch <laughs> like, and so like when I found that I was like wow and then um I recently also went to um a, a thing called Spilling Ink which is a wonderful poetry performance that was held at um, Area 51 and it was also amazing I was like wow so many beautiful powerful words from all these local Antiguans that I had never been able to like come in contact with and then I was there I was buzzing with all this energy I was like oh my god I need to talk to you I need to know where you're curating all your fucking thoughts from tell me (laughs) it was beyond magical I was I was amazed with both with both Mm -hmm. like not just the the poetry but also um Tiffany and CJ's plays like spoken the old souls it was it was absolutely amazing it's great that all these little arts collective and different things like this are popping up in Antigua because we've always had a tremendous amount of talent and just like a lack of avenues for it to be expressed and I guess one of the big differences now is social media and just the fact that people can put their stuff out there be seen by other people locally and then get together and it's just so it's beautiful it's so beautiful yeah i recently got internet from inet shout out to inet hey and i was like hey i'm connected back to life i can connect to people artists creatives all of this thing i'm like yes i am back why were you why were you offline um because i recently moved into my own place oh congratulations thank you awesome (laughs) and i'm trying to that's a big milestone 
It is. It is a big one. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, um, to open up a photo studio underneath me. So mm-hmm. it's slowly, but it's coming along. That's awesome. It's coming along. Congrats, man. Thank you. So, I mean, what other plans do you kind of have coming down the pipe in addition to opening your photography studio and stuff like that? Well, just collaborating and like bringing forth people who can't be seen because of the platforms that are on and the people that they know. I want to connect with those people so that I can bring awareness to them so that we can all be seen because I know what it feels like to not be seen and it fucking sucks. It's like so much, it hurts. It feels like you're not, a part of you is not alive because you're not being seen. Half of you is not being seen. So in any way that I can, I want to promote that. I want to promote you. I want to collaborate with you. I want to make sure that all of my dreams come true. Yeah, because there's room for everyone. Yes, exactly. There's room for everyone. There's not room for just one person. There's room for everyone. Everyone has something different to bring to the table. And if even if it feels like it feels the same, it's completely different once you actually get to know the thing. Yeah, so true. I mean, even when we're doing something like this podcast, we go, we're looking for a certain type of person, right? And it seems like, okay, you check these three boxes. But then within that little category, like there's so many, like so much variation and so much variety and everyone's like, doing a completely different thing, but it's all like really cool and really worthy. And, you know, they're happy and doing what they love doing. And yeah, I just, living just life. yeah, more people flourishing like that. Yeah. And especially in such a tiny place because, oh man, it's like, if you don't pull together and do it, like it's just not going to get done, right? There's no one coming to do Exactly. And I know, I mean, I don't know what it personally is like to have traditional Caribbean parents because Mm -hmm. my parents are completely creative. My mother is an interior designer and my father is an architect. My father is from America and my mother is from um, Antigua. And um, well, you know, they kind of see on the same plane and um, to be brought up by them and then kind of brought up in the Caribbean with other humans, other children with traditional parents. I didn't understand where they're coming from because I was like, I don't get it. Like, why don't you just create? Like, why don't you just be you? And then I realized that there's so many different, like, like all these um, blockages from different family lines and um, the the pressure. Um, I went to, oh, so I started from young or preschool <laughs> and then I went to St. Kitts Unlimited. No, actually I went to St. Nicholas. Right. And then from St. Nicholas, I went to Kids Unlimited. Then from there, I went to St. John's Catholic Primary School. From oh. there, I went to Island Academy. And from Island Academy, I went to Seastead International School. Okay. So it's a lot of different schools. (laughs) It is a lot. But it's also kind of like private schools all the way. So I can see how there would be a divide between kind of that environment. Exactly. And I'm like, I just want to be with the other kids. I just want (laughs) to be with them. (laughs) I went to Foundation Mixed School, which is like the school by Country Pond. 
Yes, then, I know where that is. I yeah. was like, yes, I want to be in that. The mixed school, <laughs> I'm mixed. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. And then I went to a Pierce Secondary School, just like in the country, and then yes. State College. And it, like, yeah. it's different worlds. And when I went to State it- College, I made friends with like, prime, like um, Christ Looking High School and like Antigua Girl High School. And it's, it's a different vibe in those schools it, than it is in it the is- school. So completely a different vibe in all the different schools. Yeah. Like, I could not believe it. I was like, whoa. And then now that I'm grown up and I know that someone is from a tur- like a, a different turf, a different type of school and so on, I was like, oh, okay, I can put that together now. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I get that. Like, yep, so- it's like one country but different cultures. <laughs> exactly. It's so interesting. So wild. But the, at the end of the day, we should all be standing together is what I'm coming to. That's for at sure. the end of the day. Yeah, it doesn't matter those divides are different. Yeah, those divides are not actually real and they're not actually what matters. Although, no, it doesn't. Yeah. No, not at all. I've had friends from all different kind of places. I have no segregation I have no, like, boundaries with that kind of thing, you know? I welcome all kinds of people to be my kind of friend because, you know, everybody brings something different and you never know what can happen with the friendship. So I'm never, you know, like, oh, that person's from that place, so I can't be friends with them. Like, what kind of thought process is that? That's ridiculous. I guess for some people it just... It's uncomfortable if people aren't like them. Yeah, and I get that too. I get that. It's just hard to get, <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> Being as open as you are. But, you know, that's why we need your energy, right? It comes uh, naturally to you, and it's really hard for a lot of other people. Yeah, it's, it was interesting growing up with that because I didn't realize that I was so different until I moved away. And then I was like, oh, that's what made me so different. Oh, people aren't like that everywhere. It's not just Antigua. (laughs) It's different. But before I leave, I want to say that also a really um, interesting and important topic is the preparation for creative process. The best place to start is with yourself as a professional. Start with your friends and then open up after that because you don't want to go out of the comfort zone because that takes you to a certain place that, you know, um, you don't feel comfortable with where you can't open up as you would with your friends. And um, I, how I started with photography was photographing myself and nature. And that's what brought me to where I am right now. I never thought that I would be into wedding photography and that's what I'm, I'm doing right now. I'm wedding photographer. And I never thought that I would be a wedding photography photographer. I would be like, no, 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 no. People, no. No, 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 no. And then now, after all the years that I've practiced and understood that, you know, we're all different personalities. We have patience. We have to understand that we, you know, we're on a wavelength. Sometimes it doesn't match, but you can kind of maybe tune up or tune down your wavelength to match that person a little bit more so you can get on that aspect and then you can understand that a little bit more and they can understand you a little bit more and then you can go from there um you just got to put yourself out there is what i'm getting to um but start small start small and then grow 
Nice. And what you mentioned journaling. Do you have any journaling. journaling techniques? Yeah. Yes. Journaling. I've been journaling ever since um, I've been about seven years old. Um, I still have my journals from when I was um, about 10 or 13 years old. Um, the ones before that I probably destroyed because of, I don't know, <laughs> some tantrum, <laughs> temper, tantrum, I don't know. <laughs> but um, now I still have the 13-year-old ones, and I look back at them and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like you see yourself grow. You see yourself, you understand yourself in a whole different aspect. And then with you understanding yourself, you get to understand other people. And it's so beautiful. My dad is the one who pushed me to journaling because I'm such an emotional person. Um, I, I feel a lot. I tend to feel a lot from other people, whether they tell me what they're feeling or not. I feel what they feel. I'm a very empathetic, empathetic person. And... Um, uh, journaling really helped me with that. Kind of put my dots and my T's and all that together. I think that's really good advice. I remember journaling too as a kid. And it's like, you know, it helps you kind of process what you're going through too. It's a lot of, I don't know, those, those kind of years are like confusing. Exactly. They're right. so confusing. Especially when you feel like you're alone. Yeah, and you have all this, like, extra energy that you don't know what to do with, and it's like, if you can channel it into something at first, then, yeah, it helps you organize yourself. Exactly. And I think that that is the most important thing for an artist, a creative, anybody to do, is to get a journal and start writing in that every morning and every night. And I guess also having a mentor was a big thing for you, you yes. Yeah. yeah. Having a mentor was. How does really, one go about finding a mentor, especially if you're one of those kids that isn't necessarily, you know, if you have more of a traditional Caribbean background and your parents don't necessarily know like what to do about your creative. Yeah, that's actually, that is super hard. That's super hard because Vanessa Hall is a hall, which is one of the, you know, well-known uh, families on the on an Antigua, and so it was a little bit easier for me to kind of hone in on that. Mm -hmm. But um, for other people, I would say, you know, don't be scared to ask questions to kind of get to know who is in the field that you want to be in and kind of shadow them. Don't be scared to. You know, I'm into. Um, I'm not just into photography. I'm into all things creative. And um, I always promote kind of um, exploring that, you know, mm -hmm. because nothing will come to your front door, nothing. And that's just kind of what it is. That's what life is. You have to find that and it sucks. But um, if you keep on going and if you keep on asking, if you keep on searching, you know, something will come up because people are also here and someone will hear your call, someone will understand where you're coming from, and they will want to work with you. And I'll be one of those people because I always want to collaborate and take people under my wing, you know? All right. So reach out to Yensa if you're yeah. sure what's Yeah, reach, <laughs> reach out to me. Reach out to me. Can I ask you about, like, your spirituality? Because a lot of what you talk about feels to me to come from 
the spiritual place. Like you talk a lot about yes. self <laughs> and all of that. So where is that kind of coming from? Um, it definitely doesn't come from my mother. It comes from my father. Um, the the spirituality and um, the the understanding that not one religion is is uh, made for one person. Um, you can take different aspects from different things and create your own is from my father. He's the one who taught me that. And that's how I've been able to grow into the person that I am. Cool. So what are some of the, what are some of the elements that make up the... Well, the number one is... That's his life philosophy. <laughs> number one is definitely journaling. <laughs> number two is praying. Um, Praying to the universe or the God, goddess, whatever you believe in, um, whatever, if it's more than one or one, whatever it is, you pray to that, you give um, gratitude and appreciation to that being, and you set intentions, and then you go on a lot with your life with those intentions on that day, and then you continue growing each day through those intentions while they grow and change throughout the kind of person that you are because you're forever changing. All of us are forever changing and growing because of different life, <sighs> different things that life throw at us <laughs> and the different things that we jump into life with, <laughs> you know? Uh, it's forever changing. And um, <laughs> we, we will always be connected with that if we make a connection for ourselves. And that way for me is spirituality and I make sure that I pray to the universe. I, I give thanks and praise to the universe and I make sure that I set intentions all day, every day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Grassroots Radio. If you enjoyed the conversation, show some love and help spread the word. You can do that by subscribing on Apple, Google, YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Already subscribed? Consider leaving a five-star review. It helps other people find the show. If you have an idea for someone you want to see featured or a topic you want us to cover, let us know. DM us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at grassrootsANU or email us at thenewgrassroots at gmail.com. For more about NGR, visit us at thenewgrassroots.com. Until next time, this is Grassroots Radio.